Bernadette or at Little Miss Dress & Co. Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris Lovello Sews on social media. Welcome back to Sew Over 50 podcast on Sew Organised Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. On Sew Organised Style podcast, I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay respects to the elders past and present. Thanks for joining us on Sew Over 50 podcast on Sew Organised Style. Sew Over 50 intersects with all communities. We're a community that is so over ageism. Bernadette, or a Little Miss Dress Co, is today's Sober 50 podcast guest. Thanks for being on the podcast today, Bernadette. Thank you for having me. Listeners, the reason I asked Bernadette on the podcast, she was featured on Sober 50, and she's got this great dress that had the matching buttons. So, Bernadette, how satisfying was that project where, you know, you've got those small features of those buttons covered blending into your dress? I love doing attention to detail items on a dress, such as covered buttons. It just makes your outfit so much more unique to you and nobody else will have that. That fabric was actually designed by a friend of mine for the Craft Cotton Company over in England here. There was just a small flower on there that I just thought that would be absolutely beautiful, centred on individual buttons going down on the shirt dress. And the response has been fantastic. I did a little reel just to teach others how to do it. And that has had a fantastic response as well. It's had over 11,000 views to date. So I'm really delighted with that. And so many lovely comments. Congratulations. Thank you. I've not done reels very often. Does it take a lot of time and effort to make those reels? It really does. I mean, I'm very new to reels. I've only done five. Once you get into it, it is quite easy. Doing the videoing wasn't too bad at all. It's the after, after you've done your little video, knowing what all the buttons mean and uh, the little nuances like that. But it is good fun to do. So, yeah, enjoyed it. So all of that attention to detail with the buttons and making it into reels, now you've gone and helped the sign community to understand how to do that type of technique. That's wonderful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I really enjoyed doing it. Let's talk about you now. How did you develop your online name? My online name came about because I love designing and making clothes for children. Little Miss Dress Co was a little nod to that. But I am quite small as well. I'm only uh, five foot. So, (laughs) well, that was quite cute. I've been a fabric buyer for many, many years but it wasn't creative enough for me. So I decided to come away from the actual nine to five job and start designing more clothes and making for children. I opened an Etsy shop, but actually I got into teaching sewing as well at the same time. And the teaching really took off. Then I also saw We have shopping channels over here, which I'm sure you have as well. And we have a a few craft channels and I applied to one of those and I was successful. And that led to me being on TV quite a bit and also demonstrating sewing machines. I've worked with quite a few sewing machine companies as well. I do quite a lot of different areas of sewing. Thoroughly enjoy it. Bernadette, when did you start teaching? About six years ago. And I've still got one of my classes is still from then. I've still got a group, a core group of five ladies who come every week. 
That must be a lovely group. It is a wonderful group. We're very firm friends now. We have a few, I don't know whether you've heard of the Festival of Quilts over here in England. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all go there every year and a few of the shows as well. So, And we have afternoon teas and, you know, so sewing is not just sitting on your own next to your machine. It's meeting people, making friends and carrying that friendship on with like-minded interests. With all of the things that you do, where can we find you online? Online, on Facebook, I am Bernadette Wainwright, Little Miss Dress Co. And on Instagram, I'm just Little Miss Dress Co. Um, My followers are growing. Facebook, I'm not on as much as I suppose I should be, but Instagram, I do go on there quite a bit. And I've got 1,700, I think, followers now, so that's quite nice. It does. I am hoping to grow. With the reels that you're doing and that sort of teaching on Instagram, that will grow without a doubt. I do hope so. So what made you start sewing? Oh, well, that's easy. Many years ago, many years ago, I had a fabulous teacher at school. That's when we did sewing at school. And uh, Mrs. Johnson was her name and she was absolutely wonderful. So I had her for four years and she developed my love of sewing. And then I I got a little Saturday job in Singer in my hometown Mm -hmm. and they um, sold sewing machines, but we also sold fabric as well. And that's where my love for fabric came in. And I've been doing it ever since. So that's, what, about 45 years now. When you were working in the fabric store for Singer, Mm -hmm. do you still have any of the fabric that you purchased way back then? Oh, gosh, I probably do, actually. Yes, I probably do. I've certainly got patterns. I've got a lot of patterns there because obviously you got staff discount. But yes, I've got a lot of patterns. I kept all my Vogue patterns, obviously. I mean, Vogue is, it just never dates at all, really, Vogue. And lots of notions as well. Never thought about that. <laughs> I thought that might have been the case. Bernadette, when did you discover the Cyber 50 community? That would be about 18, 18 months ago, something like that. I saw the hashtag. So I started using the hashtag because I'd seen the community at the same time and they just seemed so friendly and wanting to help each other. I thought, yes, I'd, I'd like to be part of that. I started using the hashtag as a certain following and uh, I've just been delighted with the response to my work. So, and I've really enjoyed seeing what other people are doing as well. Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's how I spotted your beautiful work was through the Cyber 50 stories. And yes, sorry, you did gorgeous work. And I just had to make sure that we got a chance to talk. Thank you. It's very kind of you. Are there any people in the Cyber 50 community that you keep in contact with on a regular basis? I do follow quite a few. Mm-hmm. And I've, I watched the lives as well. I thoroughly enjoyed those. Yeah, they were great. Molly and Bird are doing a great job. Yeah. Bird, such a happy person, such a lovely, happy person. Really nice. Yeah. Mm. They're doing such a good job. Yes, they are. Mm. With the sewing that you've done, can you describe an item that has been your greatest achievement? <laughs> my favourite sewing achievement is my wedding dress. I made that a long time ago, 40-odd years ago. And then when my son was born, we're supposed to cut up the wedding dress I couldn't actually bring myself to do that. So I had to make him a christening gown out of silk, which I don't think he's ever forgiven me for because it's a proper gown. (laughs) 
but uh, all the children have, have worn it so I do I love that I've made quite a lot of clothing for tv shows for the craft channels that I work on and um, also for Stuart Hillard he was um, I don't know whether you know Stuart he was in the first sewing bee do you know the sewing bee at all oh, yes yes yes. Sewing bee? yes yeah Stuart was uh, one of the contestants on there in the first show and he's had a few fabric ranges and I've made quite a few items of clothing for him and he, he's always wearing them. And also for, for other people who are on the telly as well, I've made quite a few items for them. This month we're having gay pride in this country. I've made, you'll see them on my Instagram pages, I've made a couple of little girls dresses using Stuart's fabric the fabric was rainbow etchings, so it's lots of different colourways, absolutely beautiful. And I made a few little dresses for girls, and they've been worn at Gay Pride because I have the rainbows in them and all these beautiful bright colours. So I was really pleased with those. On the podcast, I've made sure that where I can, I bring in sewers who sew for men, and that includes men who sew. So from your experience, yep. Bernadette, you sew for everybody, don't you? Oh, I do, yes. I've made a lot of outfits for my husband. He loves a waistcoat. He must have 15, 20 waistcoats. <laughs> silk ties. I like to make him silk ties as well. I've never made underwear for men. It's never appealed. Shirts, trousers, anything for men, yeah. From your experience, when you sew for your husband or for other men or people who identify as men, are there some techniques that you use that are different or is it basically the same? What's your view? Well, for my husband, I like to use a lot of tailoring techniques, proper tailoring techniques, especially in the waistcoats and his jackets. Everything is interfaced with the proper interface stitching. I do enjoy doing that, although very time-consuming. You can tell it's a properly made jacket or waistcoat. I always line. Everything is lined. If I do a little girl's dress, it will be lined. It just gives a more better quality and a better feel and things hang better and allows the fabric to drape well. I wouldn't say that's so particularly differently for men. The fabrics can sometimes be different especially with the waistcoats and the jackets. He likes wool and he likes tweed, but a really fine wool. I don't mean um, a coarse wool, a really fine wool. And the shirts, generally cotton, but I have done a few silk shirts as well. And the good thing for you, though, is that to get fine tweed fabric, you're in the right country for that. We are in the right country. I'm up in the north as well. We do still have a few, not many, producers up in the north and they do make some superb fabrics and of course I've got links to the fabric industry anyway from being a fabric buyer so Mm. I do know where all the best places are to purchase. And when you're doing the sewing for Stuart what do you do that's unique for his uh, sewing requirements? Well when I work for Stuart I work with one of his fabrics and again if there is anything there that I think oh that would make a nice detail I've made girls' dresses for him. I've covered buttons, again, covered buttons. But one thing that I did do that I hadn't seen anybody else do was when I got the fabric, I got metre pieces, but I also got fat quarters. And the fat quarters were wrapped up in a beautiful little cross-grain ribbon. 
and I used that as the loop for the button. But the ribbon was multicolored. Mm-hmm. It was um, red, yellow, blue, and green, and it was really beautiful. So again, that is on my Instagram. If anyone would like to have a look at that, it's just the back of the dress, but it was just a little detail, and it came out really, really well. I was delighted with it, as was Stuart. <laughs> that's that's even better. But it's good that you were happy with it. Yeah, yeah I was. Yes. <laughs> what you do is really interesting. Oh, thank you. On Instagram, you only see that photo you don't get to see what that person brings to that photo so I really appreciate the fact that people come on the podcast and they share their experience with listeners it gives so much more depth to who's in the Sober 50 community yeah is there a particular style that you enjoy making right now well at the moment in England we are supposedly in the middle of summer It's, it's not been great I will admit that and floaty dresses are very, very popular at the moment. Long floaty dresses. So I've just got a few patterns on the go for those. I am quite short though, so not too long for me. But I do like a nice a dress that's um, very soft and feminine and floats well. So yeah, I'm really enjoying making those. And Chanel, I love a classic Chanel. So I have recently done um, a Chanel jacket, which... Um, I've worn quite a lot and I've only had it about two months. So (laughs) I've worn it a lot and I get so many comments on it. It's lovely. So classic clothes and feminine clothes as well. As a fellow short person as well, because I think I'm probably the same height as you, when you make long dresses, long floaty dresses, what are some of the adjustments that you make for your height? Well, I do like to wear long clothes anyway, but I do have quite a short body. So I'm always very cautious of where that waistline is going to be. Mm-hmm. I do often make um, full bust adjustments as well. I also have to shorten sleeves. I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether I've got particularly short arms, but I normally take about two inches off. So the patterns seem to have really long sleeves at the moment. So always altering sleeves. So with the feminine fabrics that you enjoy using, is that your favourite type of fabric? I do like a fabric that drapes well. Natural fibres, I love natural fibres. Tan alone, Liberty fabrics are a delight to work with. I really like their patterns as well. Again, quite feminine. For quilting, I'd say I use a lot of um, Tilda fabrics. Oh, Lynette Anderson. She's a Brit living in Australia, so uh, I've met uh, Lynette a few times now, and uh, I love working with hers. When I'm quilting, I like to do uh, the pictorial quilts. I do enjoy working with them. But as I say, things that drape well. So if I'm into polyesters, I like a triple crepe. I did a Mondrian dress a few years ago. Now, again, it's on Instagram. Really enjoyed making that one. But it's, it's one of those dresses where it's so recognisable. Yes. You can't keep on wearing it at every big event that you go to. So <laughs> so she's wearing that again. But um, I really enjoy wearing that one. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a lovely style to be able to make up too. It is. Well, that is a very old Vogue pattern. I bought it years and years ago. And then it featured on the sewing bee about three years ago. So I thought, I'm going to bring it out because I never throw anything away no like most crafters you know we're we're, we're quite thrifty 
and uh, thoroughly enjoyed making it. It did take a long time to make. I will admit that because it was a hack of a, an Yves Saint Laurent pattern. It did take a long time to make, but a fabulous end result. Really like that dress. For people who actually want to make that dress, is the secret to have a triple crepe? The fabric suited the dress so well. The structure of the fabric, it just hangs beautifully. It was just block colours. I don't know if you know the the type of dress I mean. It's just block colours, so there's no pattern matching or anything. But getting those black lines, precision. Being a quilter as well, you're used to working with that exact quarter of an inch. The precision on this particular dress has to be exactly the same because those parallel lines and the vertical lines, because the black, if you're millimetres out, it really does stand out. As long as you're not rushing, you will do it. Just take your time and enjoy it and you'll get there. Great advice, Bernadette. And so what keeps you sewing? I have to create something every day. It doesn't matter if it's part of a bigger project or just something small. As long as I'm doing something with my hands. I'm not very good at designing, but I can see something and think, oh, I could tweak that and put my own slant on it. I also do a myriad of other crafts. I work a lot with card and papers and inks. We're very, very lucky. And we're just having a studio built in the garden, which is where I'm going to be teaching. But I'm also going to, it's going to be a very creative space. So I'm so looking forward to getting in there. I've just got the electricity to put in now. Um, I'm so looking forward to being in there. So it's going to be beautiful. I'm excited for you. (laughs) I really, I can't wait. Um, But having the time and the space to just sit and create something and come away from all the worries of the world, especially with what we've all been through in the last two years. Yes. It's just lovely just to sit and create something, especially if it's unique to you as well. Definitely. Is there any advice you want to give people who are new to sewing? Somebody who's new to sewing, I would say start off on something small, something manageable, and then you're not going to be overwhelmed. Practice what you've learned, and then you will enhance that skill and then move on to a new skill and bring that into your sewing repertoire, if you will. And you will gradually build up. Don't begin by thinking, I'm going to make a wedding dress because, or some great project, because you, you might struggle and it will put you off. And that would be such a shame. Start small and gradually build up. You know, I mean, I'm not talking years and years and years, but having said that, we are all learning, aren't we? We all learn something new. Yes. So, you know, some people who have sewn for years and years may never have put a concealed zip in. Why not try that? You know, there's always a new technique and there there are opportunities out there for us now, such as YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, where people show what they can achieve and can do. And you might not have tried that. So give it a go. Don't be afraid of just giving it a go. I'm really pleased that... After seeing those buttons that you did, sorry, it it all comes down to those covered buttons. I'm so glad that, you know, we've had the opportunity to have a chat on the podcast because, again, 
you know, you bring so much depth of knowledge and understanding about sewing to to our listeners. So thank you, Bernadette. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Bernadette. This episode for Sew Over 50 podcast on Soul Organised Style was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, with permission of Bernadette, sound by bensound.com. Listeners, if you want to provide a guest post for Sew Over 50, make sure you direct message Judith and Sandy at the Sew Over 50 account on Instagram. Also, keep an eye out for the next Sew 50 Live event that Bird and Molly are hosting. Remember, these Sew Over 50 Live events will always be available on the Sew Over 50 account. You can subscribe to Soul Organized Style Podcast, but with an S not a Z on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our free So Over 50 podcast archive. And if you can, consider supporting the production of this podcast on Patreon so I can keep producing it for you. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>